Welcome into another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Andel. I have Nate and Mark lined up as special guests for an NFL midseason special as we will cover the top 11 teams in each conference, the NFC and AFC. Uh, due to time constraints, we will uh, skip the other teams uh, who we think are probably not going to make the playoffs this year. Uh, but we know that they're they're NFL teams and, and they can definitely uh, flip the switch, so to speak, uh, coming up in, in the years uh, to come as they're probably not so good right now. But, hey, you know, the future's bright for them. Uh, and they, they're a few moves away from being in contention and being with these teams that are in contention right now in the coming years. So without further ado, we will start. I will go with the Cardinals. Their offense is ranked number two. Their defense is ranked number three, so a very good, uh, formidable team. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals, uh, their offense is filled with skill, skill position players. Uh, Christian Kirk, A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins, Rondell Moore. They got Chase Edmonds and the TD touchdown machine. James Conner, they have Kyler Murray, who was out last week, and they have a bye week coming up, so probably... Smart for them. Kyler Murray's unfortunately hurt right now, looking to to get back uh, to playing, you know, get, rehabbing the injury and getting back out on the field. So probably a, a smart decision given the fact that the Cardinals are doing very well right now. And even without Kyler Murray yesterday, they were able to beat the Niners with Colt McCoy at quarterback. So good job by the backup Colt McCoy to uh, come in, step in and, and lead his team to a a victory. They're eight and one. So their only loss coming to the Packers in that thrilling Thursday night game. So they're a team that in the past has kind of faded uh, towards the end of the season. They start really good. So we'll see if uh, hopefully they don't peak too early this year. And uh, we'll have to see it's all about seeding for them. They should for sure get in the playoffs. It's a matter of matchup. And uh, I would think that they would could potentially get to the NFC championship game, maybe just given how good their offense is and their defense is really good as well. So we'll have to see. I'm not sure on Super Bowl, but they do have the special quarterback when he's healthy, Kyler Murray, to, to lead lead the way. And uh, we'll have to see uh, with them. But off to a very good start and just looking to build that momentum. So, Mark, uh, or rather Nate, I will kick it to you with the Packers. Yeah, Packers, very, very good start to their year. Seven and two record, uh, a lot of really, really good stuff to be, um, you know, to to be excited about if you're a Packer fan. Um, you know, they've got the 20th ranked offense, which is kind of interesting. Um, still think that they have huge potential there. Um, they've got all the guys that they need. They just have to get healthy. I think the Packers' biggest key, whether it's COVID-related or it's, or it's um, you know, injuries not related to COVID or COVID-related illness, um, you know, it's just about them getting healthy and getting back to full strength because I think their offense has huge potential when they are at full strength. They have the number six defense in the league right now. That defense has shown that they are different from years past. Two guys making a huge difference there. Joe Barry calling the new defense, putting guys in different positions. Then I think De- uh, Devontae Campbell has been absolutely outstanding. I think he is a Pro Bowl caliber player this year and all pro. Um, he's been incredible. He has been such a unbelievable new addition to this defense. And I think that um, this is a defense that has what it takes to, to help take the Packers all the way. Uh, they have the 26th ranked strength schedule moving forward, which is very, very good for them. 
a lot of home games is the key for the Packers. Get ready um, to see a lot of games at Lambeau Field. Like six out of their first nine, I think, were um, on the road. So a lot of home games coming. They get Seattle to come to Green Bay. They have the Vikings, the Bears still come to Green Bay. They have uh, the Rams still coming to Green Bay. They have the Browns still coming to Green Bay. Um, so they've got a lot to look forward to there as far as getting some good momentum at home. Last thing with the Packers, uh, you know, the, the, they're they're in a good place, um, you know, with their offensive guys. Um, it, it's just about continuing to get healthy, continuing to build towards the end. Um, but the key is is the last thing. Their division is not very good. Okay, they play with the Bears. Um, they, the, the Vikings and the Lions, and while the, you know, the Bears and, um, you know, the Vikings are very competitive teams, um, you know, neither team is a real big threat to challenge the Packers for the division right now, unless the Packers collapse. So like where the Packers are at, I think they've got Super Bowl potential without a doubt. Um, just have to continue to take care of, um, you know, business and win the games that they should. So we'll go to Mark now with the L.A. Rams. Yep, so the Rams, they are right now actually second in their division to the Arizona Cardinals. The Rams ranked fifth in offense, 10th in defense, and they have the ninth hardest schedule remaining. And, yeah, the big thing with them, they are all in this year. They just traded for Von Miller at the trade deadline. They they sent a bunch of picks to Detroit in the offseason for Matthew Stafford. So far, it's paying off. Stafford's playing really well, and the thing with him, you just you want him to avoid the big mistake. If you're the Rams fan, he has had a couple games where they've lost to the Titans and the Cardinals, where he's killed them with interceptions, and you can't have that in the playoffs. But they have all the talent that you would ever want on defense with uh, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and Von Miller. Really good receiving core with Cooper Cup and uh, Robert Woods. So. I think they're going to be a tougher out than they were last year when the Packers beat them with Jared Goff. And it's it's going to be tough for the Rams to win the division. they got a tougher schedule than Arizona does. So who knows? They, they could end up going. I think they're probably going to go either at Green Bay or at Dallas in the first week of the playoffs, and that will be a great game. But we'll have to see what happens there. We'll toss it over to Big A to talk about the defending champs, Tampa Bay. Yeah, so Tampa Bay, they got Tom Brady, who continues to play dominant football. You think every year, uh, maybe Tom Brady will, will you know, take a step back, so to speak. Uh, but he maybe even takes a step forward uh, and, and continues to play even better. I mean, he just continues to, to, to do well. He's played great football all of his career, uh, going with, back to the Patriots now at the Buccaneers uh, and, and continues to get better, uh, which is, is kind of hard to imagine. I mean, he continues to get better and he's already great. So he does a great job for them, leading them to the Super Bowl last year. And this year they keep uh, doing, doing great things. They're six and two at the top of their division in the NFC South. They have much like the Cardinals, a really good supporting cast uh, offensively. With Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, they got Antonio Brown, they got Rob Gronkowski, who's been in and out of the lineup with injury. Cameron Brates, a serviceable tight end uh, as well, who, who can 
you know, step in at the tight end spot and and do a, a nice job. And definitely has a pretty good rapport with Tom Brady. And they got, you know, running backs, Leonard Floyd, or sorry, not Leonard Floyd, Leonard Fournette has done an outstanding job this year. Probably one of his best years of his NFL career. Uh, really doing uh, great things, uh, both in the receiving and running game for them. And they got Gio Bernard as well as Ronald Jones, who Ronald Jones doesn't get a lot of playing time. He was kind of rumored maybe at the trade deadline to be, to be uh, you know, traded somewhere else, but he didn't get traded. Uh, he's staying with the Buccaneers. He is still young and, and talented. He just hasn't kind of cracked a, a consistent uh, rotation as far as getting playing time for them. So offensively, they're, they're really solid. Last year, their defense was a strong point of them. In addition to their offense this year, their defense, Rated 13, so not like fantastic, but they do have pretty much everybody back defensively. And that defense last year was amazing. That it's just about showing it consistently for them. And I mean, 13th is mid- middle of the pack, so it's it's not awful, but it's not great. So it's just kind of about getting you know back to what they were uh, as far as what they were last year. So that'll be a key for them as far as maybe that's kind of. Uh, their weakest point, but that weakest point, meaning they're six and two. So their offense, number one in the league. So we'll have to see uh, how it goes the rest of the way for them. 29th strength of schedule remaining. So not too tough of a schedule remaining. They should win the division and be formidable going to the Super Bowl. Probably their prominent uh, challengers in Super Bowl uh, going towards there for the NFC, Packers, Rams, Cardinals. Maybe, although one of those teams, Rams or Cardinals, well, one of them will get a wild card and probably, you know, go down eventually just given the the numbers and the playoffs and things like that and matchups. So we will swing it over to Nate with the Cowboys. Nate, what are your thoughts on Mike McCarthy's Cowboys this year? Nate, what are your thoughts on the Cowboys? Um, you know, Dallas is, is um, you know, a, a team that I, I'm really, really high on. I think that they've got, um, you know, a lot of really good potential. And, and you take a look at the game this past weekend against Denver. Um, obviously not a great, um, you know, look losing a home game um, to them. But I, I still think that they have a lot of positive in front of them. And there's a few reasons why I think that, number one, their division is very good. Um, you know, they're in there with, um, you know, Philadelphia, the Giants, and Washington. Um, and neither of those teams is going to challenge them at the top of that division. Um, so those are games that are winnable for them moving forward. And, and I just think that they're going to end up winning that division, which is going to get them a home game. Um, they have the number three offensive football. I think Dak Scott is an elite quarterback. And I think that, um, you know, the guys that they have around him um, combined with that offensive line make that unit, um, you know, one of the best in the league and, and the numbers show it the defense is at number 18 which just caused for some concern you know they're middle of the road not too bad but is that defense going to be good enough to help you know Dak Prescott get all the way into the playoffs um I do have the Cowboys as a potential um NFC championship qualifier I don't know if I'd go so far as to say I think they could win the NFC and go to the Super Bowl um but very high on Dallas both in the short term and in the long term. So now we'll go over to Mark, who has the Saints. 
Yep, so the Saints, they are 12th in offense this year, 5th in defense, and they are 11th in strength of schedule remaining. This is actually a different style of team than we're used to seeing with the Saints. We're used to the high-flying offenses with Drew Brees and and everybody, and everybody else with Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara, but this year their defense is leading them, and they don't have Jameis Winston anymore. He's out for the year. Trevor Simeon's their quarterback. He's a, a journeyman, played on a few different teams. I don't think the Saints are going to go very far in the playoffs if they get there, unfortunately, just because they're at such a big disadvantage on the quarterback side. So we'll uh, toss it over to Big A with the Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons, I mean, they're 4-4 four and four right now under uh, first-year head coach Arthur Smith, offensive mind coming from the Titans. Uh, he was their old coordinator there. So they're trying to establish an identity as far as building a system. It's a process for them. It's not going to happen overnight, so to speak. They're not just going to flip a switch, and they're going to all of a sudden be a prominent contender uh, in the NFL. So it's going to take time. Uh, they got some talent. They got the young tight end, Kyle Pitts, who's kind of a wide receiver tight end hybrid. He's a great, you know, great guy for speed, really good receiver coming from Florida, top pick for them. So he's a big part of their future. Uh, and they got Calvin Ridley, too, in the receiving game, although, unfortunately, he has stepped away from football. Uh, so hopefully all turns out uh, okay with uh, Calvin Ridley um, as far as that goes, and he comes back and plays football and continues to be a, one of the best receivers in the in the league. So uh, they got Matt Ryan, the veteran quarterback, who uh, has always been good. Uh, he's been really solid, and you got to give him credit for being consistently uh, pretty good in the NFL as far as a quarterback that takes a lot of skill and, and everything. So all props to him. And maybe they can maybe squeak in uh, to the playoffs. They're 4-4. Four and four. They're fighting under Arthur Smith. Uh, but I think I'm not expecting them to make the playoffs. I think that they're maybe a year or two away uh, from that. Uh, maybe even potentially more than that. Uh, I mean, they do have talent, but it, it all depends for them on the quarterback situation where they're at on Matt Ryan, how many more years he's got left, if they're going to draft a young quarterback or sign somebody, that'll all depend on their their uh, future coming up as far as contending uh, in, in, in kind of that time frame. So we will uh, kick it over to Nate as he has the Panthers. Nate, your thoughts on Matt Rule's Panthers. Nate, Carolina Panthers, what's your take? Nate might be having some uh, audio issues here. We'll just talk about the Panthers quick. They're 25th in offense. They're 8th in defense. They have the second-hardest schedule left in the NFL. And, yeah, Sam Darnold, they started out 3-0. I don't think it's going to be a long-term fix for them. They probably need another quarterback, and they're in a tough division. I don't think they're going to make it very far. I don't think they're much of a threat. But, uh, yeah, we'll talk about the Vikings next quickly. The Vikings, 17th in offense, 17th in defense. They have the 10th hardest schedule remaining. And the story with the Vikings, they've just been blowing games all year, unfortunately, late in the fourth quarters and in overtimes of games where you would think they have the game won and then they fumble it or they miss a field goal or they blow a coverage. And this might be Mike Zimmer's last year in Minnesota and not sure what they're going to do with Kirk Cousins. He's actually played decent this year, only two interceptions. And, uh, yeah, they just need to figure out how to close games. So 
They're probably going to be looking for a wild card because they're way behind the Packers in the division. Right now, the Vikings rank as the number nine team in the NFC. We're going to toss over to Big A with the Seahawks. Yeah, so Seattle is, I mean, you want to avoid saying it because you want to think that, hey, they're, I mean, the team is focused on what's what's ahead week by week and, and trying to win each game. But in reality, let's be real, they're, they're waiting for Russell Wilson, the, their leader, to, to come back. And it sounds like he's going to come back. Uh, per the NFL media, Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, all the all the NFL media have, has kind of reported that. And I think Russell himself is, is kind of said as much. So he's going to maybe come back for, for the game in Lambeau uh, coming up on Sunday. So that'll be a breath of fresh air for them and their offense. Geno Smith has struggled. Uh, filling in for Russell Wilson at quarterback. They do have some talent. Uh, aside from Russell Wilson, who's really good uh, when he's out there and uh, healthy and, and playing really good football always for them, being their leader. But they have DK Metcalf, who's a really good receiver. Tyler Lockett, who's, I think, underrated in, in the NFL and doesn't get as much credit as he, as he should. Uh, he consistently puts up really good numbers. And, and a lot of that is, is his talent. And another portion of that is Russell Wilson, them, them to have a really good connection uh, always their defense actually this year is ninth so far at the midseason point so they're doing pretty well defensively coming into the year I don't think that a lot of people kind of figure that they were going to be an elite defense back to uh, the when they were the Legion of Boom uh, back in those days with Richard Sherman uh, they've, they've kind of fallen off uh, that level um, due to some of those players from that defense moving on to other places Etc. Uh, but they are still putting up pretty good uh, numbers uh, rankings wise for defense. 14th strength of schedule remaining, so middle of the pack there. Uh, I mean, they just got to get hot at the right time. I think that's the biggest question. Are they going to get hot at the right time? They're getting their leader back in Russell Wilson, and they're a team that uh, typically does that. They get hot at the right time, and Pete Carroll uh, works his talents, and in some cases, a little bit of magic. Let's be real. Uh, and 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 they they get in the playoffs. Question is, are they able to overcome some of the other prominent contenders in the NFC? We'll have to see. Time will tell. So, Niners. We'll just go with the Niners very quickly. Nate's having some audio issues, so we'll have to get that straightened out hopefully. But Niners, they aren't as as good as they, they are in years past. I mean, last year they didn't have a great year, but they were injured. So that that was part of it. This year, three and five in the NFC West. Jimmy Garoppolo is their quarterback for now, but Trey Lance is going to be their quarterback of the future. They traded a lot for him, so they're going to bring him on to be the quarterback of the future. He's already kind of gotten some some playing time uh, in that in that role, uh, being the starter. So we'll have to see on that. The problem is for them, Jimmy Garoppolo's got a think sizable cap number, so. It'll be a matter of moving him and who wants to take on his contract, things like that. I'm not sure when his contract ends. Maybe it ends soon, so that'll kind of expedite the process with giving it the starting uh, keys to the car, so to speak, to Trey Lance. But uh, usually a pretty good defense for the Niners, uh, depending on health. Uh, guys coming in and out of the lineup that can, that can change uh, that level of defense. I mean, they do have some guys that step up that do a good job, but when your starters are out, let's just be real, it's – their their stars are out, and there's a reason reason they're starters. So they do have some uh, talent offensively. They got Brandon Ayuk, 
and, and some other receivers that all you listeners know and, and some other players uh, offensively. They just got Kittle back from injury, so he's a really good tight end. So we'll have to see where they can go. I don't think that they make the playoffs this year. I think they're too, too far out of it, and given the, their competition, maybe just just kind of do the best they can this year and maybe get back to the playoffs next year. So that is the thoughts on the Niners. So moving to the AFC, Mark, your take on the Titans. Yep. So the Titans, they are six in offense, 14th in defense. They're have the easiest schedule remaining. Most of that is due to the fact that they are in with division with the Jaguars, Colts and uh, Texans. And yeah, they lost Eric Henry for a while. I don't know if he's going to be back by the playoffs, but they're doing well. And uh, I think they, I have a good chance of at least getting a top two or three seed. So we'll toss it over. Right now, the Ravens are second in the AFC. We'll toss it over to Big A. Yeah, Ravens offensively seventh. And I think a lot of their play and how they do is predicated on Lamar Jackson, which isn't a, you know, something that's kind of like negative, for lack of a better term, for them. A lot of good teams play is predicated on the quarterback. I mean, more times than not, the elite teams have elite quarterbacks. So that's kind of what happens. And if the quarterback, you know, hopefully doesn't, but injuries are part of the game, maybe, you know, gets injured or things like that, that will affect your team. So Lamar Jackson, very good dual threat quarterback, can run it, can throw it. Uh, They have Marquise Brown. They got some some other uh, running backs. They have a three-headed monster running back with uh, Le'Veon Bell, Devonta Freeman, and Tyson Williams. So that's how they're doing the running game. And not as good of a defense as, as they usually have. They're 21st defensively. Uh, but Don Wink Barndale is, is a really good defensive coach normally and has had good defenses in the past. So we'll have to see on them. They have a really tough strength of schedule remaining at sixth. So... They're doing well right now, but we'll have to see if the schedule catches up to them and they, they lose some games uh, to tough teams or they could win some games because they are that that type of talent as far as their record goes. So Lamar Jackson kind of, you know, is a, is a straw that stirs, stirs the drink, so to speak, for them. And uh, we'll have to see uh, what happens uh, for the Ravens. So I'll cover the Chargers. The Chargers 14th. Offensively, 23rd. Defensively, strength of schedule, 25th. So the Chargers are quarterbacked by Justin Herbert, who's one of the young, talented quarterbacks in the league and has had a pretty good season so far. Chargers overall are 5-3, and top of their division, so they should be a playoff team. Uh, Side note on them, they always have one of the better uniform combinations in the league, Uh, so you got to get that in the in there and they got they play in a big uh new stadium uh sharing it with the rams uh sofi stadium uh one of my favorite stadiums in the league so uh that obviously doesn't affect their play but it's cool side notes i think that they they should be pretty good they got a solid tight end with jared cook they got keenan allen who's always really good at receiver mike williams is having a fantastic season at receiver and running game, they got Austin Eckler, who's a do-it-all running back. He can run it. He can receive it. Uh, defensively, they're not that great, so we'll have to see. That might hold them back. But they do have some talent. They got Joey Bosa and, and a few others as well on that side of the ball. And Brandon Staley trying to build that defense. 
He's brought, he brings that defensive mindset from his Rams days, being the defensive coordinator last year under Sean McVay, the head coach. So the the mentality is not going to you know come down for them. They're, they're going to want to play good defense. It's just a matter of if they're going to produce consistently. So that's the take on the Chargers. Bills for Mark. Yep, so the Bills, they are – Fourth in offense, first in defense, and strength of schedule remaining. They're the 20th hardest schedule. So I think it's going to come down to them and the Patriots in the um, in the AFC East. I'm not sure if they played yet this year or not, but it will be a good a good matchup for the, the Bills. And Josh Allen has really taken the next step as far as an MVP candidate. Their defense is going to have to hold up, but I think if they get home field advantage or if they get a couple of home games in the playoffs, they're going to be tough to knock out. And then uh, we'll go to number five right now in the um, in the conference, the Las Vegas Raiders. They are in the FC West. Their offense is 16th ranked. Their defense is 15. They have the seventh hardest schedule remaining, and they are five and three on the year. Derek Carr has played. Decent this year. They have some firepower on offense, but I don't know. I, I just don't think that they're consistent enough to be a deep playoff threat. So we'll toss it over to Big A with the Steelers. Side note, on my podcast, we like talking about really good divisions. Uh, just looking at the standings, AFC West, very good. The worst team is 5-4 and four at, in their own last place, the Denver Broncos. So shout out to the AFC West. You got a real good division that, that you're, you, you got cooking. Steelers uh, just won on Monday Night Football over the Bears. Uh, Boswell finished it. Steelers, not that great offensively. Najee Harris, uh, Pat, Pat Fearmouth, the tight end from uh, Penn State. Uh, really good players. Uh, they got Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson. But it's about staying healthy for them offensively. Ben Roethlisberger, he's Big Ben. He's he's had a good career, but he might, might be taking a step back a little bit. Uh, which, I mean, he's still a good talent, but their offense is struggling. Defensively, they always have a good defense. They're rated seventh. Strength of schedule, they got a tough strength of schedule at eight, uh, so it'll be tough for them. Uh, but the Steelers right now are four and three. I believe the win makes them five and three over the Bears tonight. So they're still having a pretty good year. Mike Tomlin's always a really good coach for them. So we'll have to see. Uh, they're, they'll be challenging the Ravens for the, the top spot, but maybe they can uh, squeak into the wild card and, and make magic happen. Uh, biggest thing for them is Najee Harris, the fantastic rookie out of Alabama. Uh, he will uh, kind of be be the lead guy for their offense, and will the defense continue to uh, be as, as good as they are? Uh, that'll be the questions. I know special teams is very little, but Chris Boswell, you, you got to make kicks in the league, and he's he's made kicks uh, for the most part for the Steelers, so that will be also a key to winning those close games like they did tonight against the Bears. So switching it over to Mark with the Patriots. Yep, so Patriots are 10th in offense. They're 4th in defense. They have the 16th hardest schedule remaining. Mac Jones has been decent this year. They're really focused a lot on their defense. They added a lot in free agency. Matthew Judon, they got uh, some guys back that were out because of COVID last year. And Bill Belichick, he's still at it again. He can stop any offense if he wants to. So, I think they'll be definitely a strong wild card contender. Who knows? They can maybe upset some people in the playoffs. So they're right now seventh in the AFC and in position for the last wild card. And the Patriots are five and four so far this year. 
They're, I believe, won three or four games in a row. So we're going to go to number eight, the Kansas City Chiefs. They are 15th in offense, 24th in defense. They have the hardest schedule remaining, and they need to get their offense back on track to be Super Bowl caliber. Pat Mahomes has not been himself this year, and he's they've turned the ball over a lot. They barely beat the Packers without Aaron Rodgers. So I don't know, uh, I don't know how far they'll go, but they got to pick it up. We'll go over to Big A with the Browns. Browns uh, five and four. Baker Mayfield, uh, he's been injured, so that that takes away from his ability. Uh, I guess he still got the ability, but when you're injured, it's kind of hard. Uh, and he's been in another lineup. Uh, Nick Chubb has been injured, but he's really good when he, when he's out there. Uh, Odell Beckham has unfortunately been released for them, so he'll be looking for a new team. Just didn't work out in Cleveland. They're still five and four. They won a game that a lot of people didn't think that they could win, given all the the off the field stuff with Odell. Uh, maybe not off the field stuff, but he's been on the field, uh, just kind of off the field stuff. I think it uh, was where his father posted some video or something, so that was part of it. Uh, but still, I mean, they're they're a good team, and they'll be fighting for the playoffs. They they do a good job under, under Stefanski. So uh, n- nice for them. Hopefully they can get in. Broncos, uh, they're five and four. I mean they're they're doing all right under under Vangio. It'll be a, a matter of their their defense uh, continue to play well. Bridgewater might. I mean he's an all right quarterback, but he, he might. I mean he's not elite, so that might be a, a part that you know maybe takes him out of elite competition. But uh, yeah, that's kind of the story on them. The Bengals. They are have a really good offense with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase uh, leading the way. T. Higgins, I mean, they have some really good offensive players. Really good defense, too, uh, showing some bright spots as well. So we'll have to see if they can get in the playoffs. It's just a matter of the competition. And then the Colts, uh, Carson Wentz has had his ups and downs. But they did uh, beat the Jets, which it's the Jets. I mean, they're, they're not that good. But we'll have to see if they can squeak into the playoffs. Uh, Jonathan Taylor leading the way for them. So... Thank Mark for coming on the podcast as always. Nate, we had some audio issues on his end, so hopefully he can join us for another edition uh, coming up in the future. For sure he will. And uh, thank you for listening to another edition of Big A Sports Show Mid-Season Preview. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel.